I'm Natalie Sugar Brown, a master of pugilism. Yeah, I said it. I've boxed competitively for over 20 years, and my journey has made me the person that I am, a champion. I was a two-time IABA World Silver Medalist representing Jamaica and USA, national Golden Glove champion, champion of two countries, PAL champion, just to name a few. After having so many elite accomplishments as an amateur, I boxed professionally. My professional record is seven, three, and one with six KOs. It was very hard to get fights as a professional because of my amateur background. So I ended up training, traveling, and doing exhibitions. I've trained with the best of boxing, males and females. And I'm truly grateful for the experiences, good and bad. It wasn't a walk in the park, but I learned to enjoy every opportunity and make the best of it. I learned to win and lose. That's that shit that made me. Love that slideshow, man. What up, talking Fight fans? You know what it is, man. Thanks for tuning in to this wonderful debut episode of The Sugar Show featuring our, our host, Natalie, Miss Too Bad Brown. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your debut episode today. Uh, it's an exciting time for us here at Talking Fight. We're uh, glad to have you a part of the family, and we welcome you on board. And you know what? Let's let's take it away and get this wonderful show underway and start to, you know start start the beginning of this this wonderful experience that uh, we're gonna bring the fans. Awesome! Let's talk. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
So uh, the slideshow, you know, is just uh, just a little peek, some images, you know, of 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 the journey. Yes. A long journey. <laughs> long journey. What you trying to say? I'm trying to say you, you, are, you are a veteran in the game. Uh, you, you solidified yourself, your career. You've done, you've done lots for women in boxing. Uh, you've come a long way uh, in, in your own. Uh, you've paved the way for younger women to, you know, come and, and follow in your footsteps. And, you know, um, the, this slideshow really is showing your strengths. And, and and everything that you brought to the game. And honestly, congratulations. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I we all did it together. I did my part. Right. Um it, it wasn't it it wasn't a single effort and there was not, you know, there wasn't a queen. It it, it was, you know, it was actually a group of gangster females <laughs> that decided that you know what? We want to fight, and and that's what we're gonna do, and and we, we just kept doing it until, uh, you see what you see now. The, this wonderful uh, opportunities and 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 the growth of women's boxing. So I mean, we can get into it. Talk to me, Mike. Um, honestly, I want to talk about uh, the competition expectations as a woman, and and how like what what is expected. What 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 do you get? What like. Let's run through it from start to finish. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, let, let's talk about the journey. Okay. Yeah. I started when I was a teenager. Um, there, this was in at the, this was in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, at the the boxing gym was called Biggs Morrison Boxing Gym. Okay. And oops, sorry for the background noise, but um, <laughs> you know we had. We had some good, we had the names in the gym. We had O'Neal Bell, Vernon Forrest, um, Robert Allen, like the Sims twins. Like it was hype, it was popping. Chris Johnson, uh, bronze medal, you know. We, we had a good, um, we had a good kitchen. And in the kitchen, we had some, there were some females, uh, Isra Gigra um, and Corinne Van Reitgut. Susie Taylor, um, just to name a few, and then here come my little scrappy butt came in the ring, came in the gym, <laughs> and so those ladies were, you know, they were doing, they were doing what they do. They were pro, right. um, and the amateur scene was was a, a dark and scary place because uh, that's where you couldn't choose or pick who you were going to fight or what you were going to get. Right. So there were no expectations really right. for a young girl with Afro puffs walking into the gym. <laughs> saying, right. You know, I, you know, I want to fight. As a matter of fact, my, the, the first man walked into the gym. He said, what you doing here, young lady? I said, I, I want to learn how to box. He said, I want to learn how to box. You need to get you a boyfriend to fight for you. Why did he say that to me? Right. right? <laughs> In my mind, I was like, you know, what you think? You know, I can, I, you know, I'm gangster. You, you just don't see it yet. Right. So, <laughs> all, all probably like 85 pounds here at the time. Yes. Well, 
<laughs> and trust me, I had this baby face. You know, it, it was just uh, not believable. Just trust me. So um, after showing up a couple times uh, and, and just being a just being a pest, mm -hmm. uh, they, they, they let me train. They let me train with the guys. The ladies were in there, but, you know, um, I'm going to be honest. The terrain, the 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 terrain, uh, they weren't they they weren't accepting. You know, it was it was a high competition. You know, uh, you walked into, yeah, they were all queens, and you walked into their their house. Who do you think you are, child, little kid? You know, so um, Chris Johnson, uh, who was a Olympic bronze medalist at the time, and he was a young pro. Um, he uh, held the pads for me and stuff, and he said, "You know what? You'd be a, you. You could really box. You could do this. You could probably go to the Olympics if you want." And I said, "What?" My eyes light lit up. <laughs> you know, maybe he was spitting game. I don't know, but he like I felt like, yeah, yeah, I could do the Olympics. So. Lit my fire. He got you hooked. I yeah. I I, I showed up every day, and you know what? He was like a big brother to me. Yeah. He he, he put me in the ring. He, yeah. And and they do their little thing to test you. Right. Those are the expectations. Let's see if she got hard. Let's see what she got. You you're so he threw me in there with Isra. Yeah. You threw me in there with Isra. Yeah. <laughs> and Isra was a big name at the time. Isra was signed with uh, Don King's daughter. Yeah. And uh, Israel had fought Christy Martin oh, wow. at the time. She had just come off of uh, losing to Christy Martin, but she gave Christy a fight. Right. And so I got thrown in and um, Israel, she, 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 she stepped in my chest, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, <laughs> I, this yeah. little teenage girl, like I said, she showed me that, okay, you're going to come in here and stand in here with me. You got to be something. Right. So trust me, like after the first one, she's all upside my head. OK. And so after the first round, I ran back to the corner and I was like, um, I ain't going back out there. This <laughs> <laughs> was in the corner. He was like, yes, you are. You want to finish it. You want to finish this part. And I said, no, I'm not. You know, he took the mouthpiece out. He said, yes, you are. I said, no, I'm not. I didn't know. He shoved the mouthpiece back in my mouth and I was so pissed that he did it. I bit him. <laughs> and then he pushed me back out in the ring. And in that round, I realized, you know what, Natalie, this is it. You know, you're in a fight. So you do what you can. So I didn't know how to box, but I knew that street thing. Right. So... <laughs> I took Natural it to the streets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I had a better round, and the rounds just kept better because listen, Natalie didn't know how to box, but Natalie what Natalie knew how to take it to the streets. Right. So I had fight in me. Right. And that's how I earned my stripes. So the expectation as a young girl, when you go into when you start up, they it's really about letting you know that or measuring. If you can put your big girl panties on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And and um 
they're not holding back. And, they're, they're, they're pushing. Yeah. They're pushing. They, they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no, there's no, oh, like yeah. There's, there's no, oh, she's a girl or whatever. No, it, it's even worse, actually, because they want you to quit. Correct. Or at that time, they want you to quit. They don't want, they don't want another girl in the, in the, um, <laughs> in the gym. Right. So during the time that you, you, your career was taking place, right? Like women's boxing wasn't even recognized at the Olympics at this point. Oh my gosh. That wasn't even, uh, um, that wasn't even in the conversation. Um, Dallas Malloy just earlier Mm -hmm. had just sued USA boxing for discrimination against women because USA boxing did not allow women to fight. So Dallas Malloy um, is a trailblazer. She opened the door amateur wise, Olympic wise for these young girls, for Clarissa Shields. Right. Right. Clarissa Shields stands on her shoulders. But what happened to Dallas? Nobody knows Dallas. Right. Right. They just, you know, everybody's just focused on the this product here. But uh, you uh, female boxing has a history. And yes. we have to know these names and we have to know these people right. so we can celebrate them. And, and we can we can know that, yes, we've been there, done that. And we can build and stand, like I said, stand on each other's shoulders. Right. So um, at the time, we had just earned a national championships. You know, it, it wasn't even oh, Olympics wasn't even a thought. But in my mind. Right. Olympics, yes, we're going to get there. I'm going to get there, that's for sure. So I started. I got in there. They threw me in there with everybody, right. with everybody, right? Um, the the pros, you know, like I said, uh, I came up with you know, O'Neal and them were in there. Um, Chris, all of those guys, they were young guys in their early 20s. They had just turned pro too, you know? So uh it, it was something that was new for them. Right. And they, and, and I'd have to say, I have to give them their props. They, they took me under their wing as right. a little sister. Okay. And, um, you know, they put me in, they put me in some shitty situations, you know, they throw me in there <laughs> with a big, you know, big person, small person, right. or whatever. And then they, they make fun of me after like how a big brother would make fun of a little sister after like, yeah, I see you got rocked. You got rocked there. Or you, you got hit with that body shot. I see you. You pulled that leg up. I see, you know, <laughs> so you learn to be tough and you learn to banter back and forth. And that's a part of it too. Like right. I said, in the earlier comment, in, in the um, earlier interview we have, yeah. that talk yeah. is a part of it. You learn to talk that talk. You learn to fight talk. Yeah. You know, it, you know, you learn to tell them, yeah, all right, come see what this right hand do though. You know, oh, you look like you in the right position to catch this hook. You know what I'm saying? You start right. talking. There was a know? lot of expectations on, on, on women's, like women to perform. A lot of pressure wasn't there at that time. Because, you know, women um, were so, what was the, the, the pressure, the pressure was more so about finding another female to uh, fight. Okay. Okay. A lot of, a lot of my sparring and a lot of all of these things in the beginning was with guys. So I was in there and like these, 
most of the guys were trying to take my head off. Right, right. Yeah. They, they, they felt that you didn't belong. Well, some of them felt like you didn't, they didn't belong. And some of them kind of wanted to feel, see what it feels like to really hit a woman, hit a girl. Yeah. Right. So like I said, it was like territory. It was kind of like, you know, strange territory for, for us all in there. Let me see. I'm going to give her this gut shot. Let me see if she, she how she do with this. Yeah. That's how that works. So, um, the, the the pressure was now you you get ready and then you see all your male counterparts all all your amateur brothers uh that they have fights coming up and and now you're ready and there's no fight or they say oh we heard of a girl 50 miles away she she boxes uh we were trying to get y'all together and then you find out you know this girl is a heavyweight and you're, you know, you're a welterweight and y'all can't fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I finally was able to get a fight though. And uh, it was, it, it was against uh, my first fight. I, it was against a, a tough girl, um, but I came out and I knocked her out because, you know, I have the gift. That's, that's right. Miss too bad. <laughs> I knocked her out. I felt like Mike Tyson. What? You know, it's like, okay, this is it. This is it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm the champ now, right? And it was the second fight that really made me who I am. Uh, It's the thing that, oh, it's the fight that opened the door. I fought uh, a crone. And I'm going to explain to you what the what a crone is uh, okay. later on. <laughs> but I bought a crone, meaning it was an older, mature woman. Right, right. That was veteran. in boxing. Veteran, mm-hmm. veteran. And she walked in. She was bow-legged. And, and she had these broad shoulders. And she walked in. And she looked at me. She didn't say nothing. And, you know, I'm hyped. We go to the court, you know, center of the ring. The referee explains everything, and she's looking at me under her eyebrows. Right. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm looking at her like, yeah, you this old this old lady or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to dust through her. It's going to be quicker than the first one because the first girl was closer to my age, you know. Right. That woman beat the brakes off me. <laughs> okay, from round one to round four. I, I mean, no, from one, round one to round three, it wasn't four. And it was three minute rounds too. So I had to stand in there. Yeah. I remember at round, when I got tired in round two, and she realized it because I was swinging and she, she there taking it. You could tell she had a couple beatings in her life because she was taking it. Right. All right. All right. She took it. She waited until I got good and tired. And then when I took that breath, she looked at me. She looked at me up under her eyebrows and she she let me know. All right. All right, little girl. <laughs> it's time. She's gonna bring and she started beating on me. Yeah. Beating on me. And then I'm going from, from pole to pole, you know, and in my mind, I'm the you know, the crowd is now yelling, people laughing. My mom then came from out the stands, <laughs> the side of the ring. Um, you know, I'm tired. Uh, coach Jim, this coach Jackson, may he rest in peace. He's there telling me, 
you know, you got to move now. I'm tired. I'm like, I'm tired. I can't move. My mom, she at the edge. She said, Natalie, you got to move. I looked down. I said, Mom, what you doing down here? <laughs> like, She's not even allowed to be where she is, but she's seen her baby getting, you know, beat. Yeah. So anyway, um, um, he, yeah, I, I, I went back in, and in the middle of that round two, it, it, it was kind of like in in um, what what is that 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 movie with with um Brad Pitt, and he's the gypsy, and um, oh, goodness, man. ah, it's on the top of one of my favorite movies anyway. <laughs> but it's like I got hit, and everything went in slow motion. And I'm thinking in my mind. You're thinking of snatch. Snatch. There it is. <laughs> snatch. And I'm thinking in my mind, should I quit? I, I, I should I quit? Mm -hmm. I can I can quit right now. And I decided, nope. I said, no, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this beating. And I and I took the beating and lost. And 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 the crowd, you know, came, you know, they were looking, they were laughing. My 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 amateur brothers, they came up to me and they were just shaking their head. And I took that L and I said to myself, this will never happen again. Right. And it hadn't happened. It didn't happen for a very long time. Right. I I made it to the nationals. Okay. Um and the first nationals was kind of like an invitational that I went to. It was in Midland, Texas. Right. And that was the first tournament that I had gone to. Um, my coach, I, I, Coach Jackson had passed away and I had taken up with Coach Johnny Gant. Coach Johnny Gant was a, a top three in the world rated welterweight back in the 80s. Oh, wow. And so, he, yeah, his claim to fame, he, he's a DC fighter. He fought um, Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay. And um, he was the gatekeeper for Ray Leonard because after Ray Leonard beat him, he, Ray Leonard moved up and, and started fighting uh, championship fights, right. became champion. And so um, I was with Johnny and, and Johnny was telling me, you're not ready, you're not ready. But I wanted to redeem myself and everybody, you know, uh, now you USA Boxing had a handbook that you subscribe to and you used to get it every month, you yeah. know, and you read through it and they started, they were promoting the nationals. And I'm like, I'm going, I'm going. Coach Johnny told me I wasn't ready. I snuck out there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So uh, Chris Johnson, Chris got me, uh, there, there was an older lady that used to work out in the gym. And Chris told the lady, you know, Natalie, she, she's, you know, she saw me sparring the boys and everything. And she was like a supporter for me. And Chris said, you know, Natalie wants to go to, to, to the nationals, but she don't know, you know, she doesn't have, she doesn't have the means to get there. And the lady paid for my whole trip. And I snuck out there without Johnny um, <laughs> with another um, female that had started uh, boxing. She's a light heavyweight. Her name is Cynthia Lozano. We called her Sticks. Cynthia Lozano was in uh, the light heavyweight class, 178 at the time. And so she flew out there with her coach and I flew out there with them. And what happened was my flight got delayed, right? And I guess it was the universe because 
I had gotten to the registration just as they closed the door. <laughs> so I couldn't register uh, for that national tournament. And I just, I was bawling and everything, looking a mess in the hotel lobby, you know? And um, it was, uh, it was a great opportunity though. You know, you think things, certain things are bad, but the universe works things out. So I was able to watch and see and understand what was out here now, what the other, what the other women are doing and, and, and get the expectations down really uh, of what I need to be, what level I need to be on, where I need to be. And, and, and I was walking through the lobby hotel lobby. We were there. It was at a, um, a grand hotel. I was walking through the lobby and Uncle Roger Mayweather stopped me in the lobby. He was there. And he said, um, hey, you you a boxer? And I, I had this thing where I wore Afro puffs there. <laughs> and I said, yes, sir. I didn't even know it was uh, Uncle Roger. Sorry. I didn't know it was Roger Mayweather. He said, you don't look like a boxer. You need to come. You you want to work out? I say yes, yes, sir. I'm going to work out. Um, sorry, I'm just adjusting my phone. No and um, he said, uh, come, you know, come to the workout lobby. Let me see what you got. So, um, met up with Roger, and you know, I'm hitting, and he was like, oh, you got some pop. He said, but you don't look like a fighter, though. Right. <laughs> he kept saying that to me, and it just kept pissing me off, with, with, not with, knowing who he was. Mm-hmm. The way he said that you don't look like a boxer, um, you know, body image issues in athletes are, are, you know, come from a variety of sources. You know, certain sports value specific weights and body types more than others. And, you know, athletes will deal with, you know, puberty in different ways. And some student athletes struggle in control uh, in other areas of their lives, which can lead to body image issues. Uh, how how much is that affecting women's boxing today? Uh, well, um, let's talk about the the growth of it. So, when we first started, it wasn't about body image. Right. It was about showing up. It was more authentic then. Right. Now there was a diva. Her name is Stephanie Jaramillo. She showed up. And um, she was actually um, like she she was vested like she she was from New Mexico and Albuquerque, New Mexico. She came in. Um, her mom was like her momager. You know, she had <laughs> she had her gloves. She had everything together. I looked at that girl. I was like, man, she got it together. I just got puffs and a t shirt and jeans and this. She's got it all. She has a little entourage and everything. And yeah, like I said, you know, Roger, Uncle Roger was like, you don't look like a fight. He just kept saying that to me. I took it the wrong way, though. I didn't know what he meant. You know, I I think he meant to tell me that I was actually, I actually had uh, an attractive face. (laughs) So I didn't look like I should be a fighter. Right. Um, but but he, I wonder. You know that. that's because you because you don't get hit, right? <laughs> well, at the time I was green. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So, yeah, I didn't know. I really didn't know about about 
the the dangers of of keeping this the way it is. Okay, so um, Stephanie Haramil came in. Her mom was nice. She was she was a sweet girl, and um, she was the first diva that I had ever met in boxing. And she was like I said, um, she had our people invested already. Don, she was talking to Don King and everything like that at the time. Uh, she was in Teen Magazine. You know, she was in all of that stuff. Okay. Look her up. Stephanie Jaramillo um, with a J. Okay. So um, <laughs> um, I saw Kenesha Ely at the time. And these are legends. Like these are, and these are women. These are the women that started it. The foundation. Okay. Kenesha Ely. She was 17 years old at the time. Okay. I was. Uh, turning 19, she was 17 at the time. Young girl, scrappy girl, talking shit, <laughs> right? Because she was a, she did everything. She came up, she, she she came, she was fighting from 119, and she was now like um, 178. She was beating everybody up. Whoa. Yeah, she was Whoa. bad. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Um, and. For some reason, you know, we just clicked after you know, I, she saw me crying in the lobby. She saw me crying. She goes, she goes, girl, wait. She's, you know, she's from Virginia. She was from uh, Newport News, Virginia. She go, she said, girl, where you from? I said, Georgia. She said, all right, after weigh-ins, we're going to go eat. <laughs> and so she weighed in and we went to the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> and, out. and, you know, she was just talking to me and that, you know, She's, that's where you learn the expectations too. You know, you start talking to other females and other women who would talk to you. Cause it, it, it tends to be catty too. Right. But then, you know, you, you kind of find you, you find those who, who take you under their wing. So I was able to watch the tournament. Uh, Letitia Robinson fought in that tournament. And I told you that was when girls were getting slumped. Right. So, Letitia showed up and cleaned house that tournament. Uh, then she uh, she fought at 165. Uh, Kenesha cleaned up fighting at 178. Uh, Stephanie Jaramillo, I think she, um, I don't think she won. There was another girl named Jean Martin from New York. She was a cop. Older, these were women at the time, but you know, you see, these these names start coming out. Uh, there was a heavyweight called Cindy Zamudio, big girl, and um, you know she 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 was a fighter, you know. And you just seen all the different women at all the different weight classes coming. So there was no body image. Right. It was just some bad broads that come to scrap. Right, right. And take the risk. And some of us, some of them were getting slumped and some of them, you know, were nice. You saw the different styles and you saw different styles that make different fights. There was a fighter named Monet Mincy from New York right. that fought. And she had this smooth, you just, it was refreshing seeing something like that um, from being in the gym of all men and right. seeing only men fight. And, so and yeah, there's no body image, no body right? Image. And then you start respecting the femininity of fighting. Yes. 
Yes, yes. I was going to ask about this. Yes. So you start respecting that, yes, there's a place for us here. Right. We are women, and it's okay that we want to fight. Right. You also respect the masculinity of it. Definitely. To know that, yeah, but at the end of the day, we're going to take and give just like the men do. Right? Right. There's no... Yeah, you know, did um there was another movie. I'm a movie, you know, I, I like to quote movie where the guy says, There's no crying in baseball. Right? So there was no crying. And and my my, my little silly self was there crying in the lobby. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so there's no crying. And so, you know, you 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 grow up and you you understand where you fit in the whole thing right and self-actualization starts happening yeah, well health, health healthy healthy masculinity is just being honest with oneself about your own feelings needs and desires and you know treating all others with that kindness and respect that you deserve yeah and then at the same both, time yeah. you're, you're, you're both masculine and feminine of yes, that right definitely. the key term is that respect exactly okay and exactly. so um that that road to self-actualization is understanding and respecting that thing that lies within you, right? Yeah. And 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 not that cookie cutter that everyone or society tells you to be, right? right. I remember being on the bus one day. I I I'd gotten a shiner after um, training as sparring, and I'd gotten a shiner, and I sat on the bus, and I was riding home and the lady, old lady said, she says, you don't have to put up with that. He doesn't love you if he hits you like that. And I looked at her and I said, no, I'm a boxer. No, I got this, I got this box. And she says, baby, you don't have to make things up. Yo, you should see him. It's okay. Yeah. That's what I'm, I was like, I know. That was the time. Right now, you see a little girl with a shiner. She says, I'm a boxer. It's believable. At that time, it wasn't believable. Okay? So, that was, you know, that's being young. That was being a girl in it. Now, let's talk about now. There's a place for it. You walk into the gym. You know, a coach will will bring you into the program. There's something laid out. You have someone to look up to. Everybody knows now Clarissa Shields. She's the name. She's the person that got the prize that we all were fighting for. But it's your gen- okay. it's your generation and and the time that you started that paved the way for the Clarissa Shields and the Katie Taylors and the Savannah Marshall and the Katie and all of these ladies right. um and the Natasha Jones and you know all of these women that actually made it to the Olympics. Um it's a bittersweet thing, you know, cuz we're the one we <laughs> Let me tell you, it, it wasn't easy and it, it wasn't, there were no rules. Right. There wasn't any rules. You know, I saw mothers flying with their, with their young kids just to fight, you know, and then they lose and then they, you know, mommy, mommy, we go home and they're like, yeah, you know, mothers that wanted to fight that showed up Definitely. because it was, it they were telling us at the time that there wasn't, there's not enough of y'all. There's not enough of y'all to take this seriously. There's not enough of y'all to fight. So we used our own money. We used to use our own money. My coach used his own money. 
See, this is why because I'm glad you believe in this. This is why I'm glad you've, you've you've agreed to join the family and and do the shows with us. Is because realistically, these stories don't get heard. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> you hear the background. I live in the. I mean, I'm in the city, so you know it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, you finally have a platform for for this information to get out. And honestly, yes, it's honestly if 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 this story doesn't get told, then it gets lost. And to yeah. move forward, you got to know where you came from. So for all these women out there that are now you know respecting where you know the Clarissa Shields and the Katie Taylors and the Savannah Marshalls and everything, you know they first have to know that it was your generation of boxing that paved the way to allow this to be what it is today. And your it show, is, you know, your show yeah. you're going to, you're going to give them, you're going to give them. Right. So we get to talk about, you know, just like I had to respect the crone that let me know, exactly. little girl, you got to think about what you're stepping into. I had to, I, I, I remember her face till this day. I thank her. Right. right. Because I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for that ass whooping I got. Yeah. It was a lesson. It wasn't a lesson. It was a lesson. She taught me a lesson. Right. And I've taught some younger girls let this very same lesson, right? <laughs> because you know, that is your, that, that, that is your um, initiation yeah. into this life. Yeah. Right. Then this life is not a, a normal life. No, no, it's, it's not a normal life. It's a tough one. And it, yeah. was a lot, it was a lot tougher when you did it. It was a lot tougher when you did it. It, it was very tough because you, we were making, we were making room as we go. We had to kick the doors down. Yeah. The door, sometimes the door wasn't there. We had to climb through a window. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Sneak so, in the back. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we had to, we, we had to, and then we're like, oh, you here? Okay. Yeah. yeah we're in here. We're in here. You know, and, and we fight. And so, um, you know, uh, Tom Moratis, he put together the uh, first women's national golden glove tournament. And that's where I, um, that's where I made my debut right. as a, a, a top fighter. Um, the, the first time was uh, where I fought a girl named Mickey Pryor. Okay. Now, Mickey Pryor, uh, they, she, she was a legend at that time. You know, they were talking about her and she, you know, I, I didn't know about Mickey Pryor, but, um, you know, I didn't know how devastating she was right? Um, because I think that's something that my coach kept away from me. So I would, <laughs> I would keep doing it because <laughs> coach Johnny would be like, you a punk. You are. A punk. <laughs> it's true. I was I, in a sense because uh, my mom and dad and my family raised me to be the typical girl, even though there's a part of me that was that rugged tomboy in my mind, I was conditioned to be you know, the, 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 the girl and the softness and all of this stuff. So I didn't, I, I, I never visited that side of myself. Right. And so when I, boxing is the thing and that's, that's what built the passion in me because as I learned that side of myself, as I learned about Miss Too Bad, as, she, as Too Bad kept coming out, I started liking her. <laughs> the alter ego. Her. Yeah. yeah. Right. Kind of like Fight Club, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Too bad would come out. And then when she was done, you know, I saw I saw what she left. And it's like, they people are looking at me like, damn. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. 
I did that, you know? Anyway, Golden Gloves, I fought Mickey Pryor. First time, somebody showed me a magazine with Mickey Pryor in it. And um, she saw all the knockouts, saw all the countries she went to. She won the Witch Club Cup, which was a big tournament. Y'all don't hear about these tournaments, but these no. are the things that used to happen. You know, in Finland, there was a Witch Cup. There was a, you know, that's why we use the term crone because like they were, they were, uh, they were using these terms towards us and they were in a sense, they were like derogatory terms, but we wanted, I wanted to win the witch cup. I wanted to be the witch, the top witch, Right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, uh, I, I lost that. Uh, I lost the, my first uh, national golden gloves to Mickey Pryor. That was the one time after begin the brakes beat off of me that I, I lost. And I lost because I decided that Mickey was better than me. Oh, and so yeah. the year coming back, now we talk about the expectations. I understood what the expectations were. Right. And I stepped up to them. And I came back and I beat Mickey. I beat Mickey Pryor and I became the national Golden Glove champion and the first national level champion female in the South region. Right. So I made history. You did. You did. <laughs> right. And another little bit of history. Yeah. They put that put me in the Georgia Amateur Boxing Hall of Fame, you know. So um after you win the first national, my, my gosh, it just becomes addictive. Yeah. I, you know, it's a, now it becomes an addiction. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause now I'm, I'm the bad, I'm the baddest. Yeah. Right. So, you know, bring them from California, bring them from the eat from the West coast, bring them from up North or whatever. Right. Natalie's in this. So, um, I became a top or an elite amateur, I, I got my my spot on the women's national team right. um, for Olympic boxing. Um, the, we It was kind of like a play as you go. There was a qualifier for the first women's world championships. Now I'll tell you when I got started, there was, the, they had just, going to nationals was a thing. Right. Now we had a world championship. Right. That was a thing. And Pan American Games came. That so was the thing. So you went through the whole evolution of each tournament yeah. getting bigger and bigger. Yes. And bigger. The growth, the evolution of it. It wasn't already there. So it was like as you go, right? So um, I got slighted uh, at the USA Boxing Nationals. Right. I got slighted. Um, I was the Golden Glove champion coming in. And this was USA Boxing Nationals. So I had my title. And then there was a fighter called Jim Jill Emery. She was about six feet tall, something like that. She was tall. Yeah. She had a reach boy. <laughs> and they loved her. Jill Emery came and, and she was out of New York. And she was a good boxer, very good boxer. And I got slighted. Um, people thought that I won, but um, Jill Emery was the champ. So I didn't hurt her. Right. I didn't drop her or anything like that. She survived through the fight, and I didn't get a chance to represent the USA. 
So I came back home crying, crying. My coach and, and Buddy Davis, um, which uh, he is uh, another Buddy and Bo Davis. They were a couple. Um, uh, and, and they ran uh, the Southern, um, I, I guess the, the Southern region of Georgia, USA boxing. And actually they took me in like they were, I, I was their daughter, Buddy and Bo Davis. Uh, they made sure that I was taken care of at, at each tournament. And they, you, you know, it, it was like, that's our girl. And, and made me feel like I belonged. Right. So um, he was so upset, you know, and, and heartbroken because that was the chance to go to the worlds and I missed it. But like I said, <laughs> you got to figure out how to get there. Exactly. So my mom was like, what? No, no, you're going to world championships. You, you going, you won that fight. She saw the VHS and everything. VHS. VHS. <laughs> how old I am. <laughs> okay, yes. She said, you're going. She called Jamaica. She called the Jamaican boxing board because my mom is a Jamaican woman. Right. You're not going to get over on no Jamaican woman. No. Okay? They's kind of like an Irish woman. Like, you know, like they not going to get over on those type no, of women. No, and they, argue, they argue with their fists. Yes. <laughs> so she called my mom, called the Jamaican boxing board, and she says, I have your your female champion. Her name is Natalie. This is my daughter. She's going to represent you at the world championships. And um, Mr. Brown, he said, oh, really? She says, yes. Um, so he, he goes, um, who is she? What is she doing? You know, the, the Jamaica had hadn't even thought about females boxing right. at all. You know, so um, they they got the footage. They saw who I was. They saw that I was actually, you know, in, uh, at the top in the USA. Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll take her. <laughs> yep. So they put the the you know I was able now to represent the country that my family is from. And I became the first female to do that. See, you made history there as well. Again. Again, going down in these and still, And still the only female since that has gone to the world championship. And I got a silver medal for my, for my mom's country, for my country. Yeah. Um, I, I got the silver medal. I got beat by Russia. Oh. And it is what it is. It was the point yeah. system. And she ran her hands on me and I got outpointed. So Irina Sinetskaya, <laughs> you got it. Okay. But um I, I had the I, you know, I had the hammer. Yeah, so the hammer. yeah, you know, I, I earned Irina's respect because I tell you something too, ain't no and can nobody fight like a Russian woman. They, you know, they 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 Ah, uh, somebody came in. Parker was, yeah, I, I, I know uh, yeah. Melissa Hernandez. She was around too in the amateurs. Let me tell you something about Melissa Hernandez. She fought one sixty five in the amateurs. Wow! And wow. y'all know she's a small. She she came yeah. out small. Yeah. She she was fighting pro. I think she came out one twenty as a pro. She fought one sixty five. She was always she was always a hurricane. 
<laughs> okay, she that you know, she is a fighter. She is a fighter. Yeah. Um, uh, going back to you know the, the that amateur game or whatever. So you know the, these are the things that the, the world championships. It, we, I ended up traveling all over the world. Um, I, I ended up boxing and, and, and seeing that boxing was real in different countries. Yes. Right. I saw where women were boxing with the hijab. Wow. I thought that was cool as hell. Oh, that is cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah we in this. <laughs> we badass. It's just like, like I said, it's like Fight Club. Yeah. Definitely. You start seeing that it's a move. It's it, I am not the only female that will scrap. No, no. Man, she meet my there, <laughs> Yeah, there is a body of us badasses out here. And yeah. we're doing this and we get together. <laughs> okay. That's right. Yeah. So um, you know, speeding up now in, into becoming a woman in boxing. Mm-hmm. Hard to be. Growing up now, you know, you start, you know, you start wanting to date, you start wanting to have relationships, boys and everything. And the average guy doesn't understand that I can't go out with you. You know, I can't stay out with you. I can't, you know, love it, everything, because I got to get up in the morning fourth and I got to run around Stone Mountain five miles. You can't do it. Right. Um, I, I can't go to movies. I know I'm in the gym. No, nope, right? And and um it's tough too. It was tough being a young guy at the time and, and had a boxer for a girlfriend. You know, so it I, I had a boyfriend at the time and he was very supportive. Um it, it, Reggie. <laughs> very supportive. You, 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 met, you met him boxing, didn't you? No, 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 oh. no. He he actually was someone that um he admired who I was outside and, and, you know, um, it, it, we were best friends and then, you know, he, he, he supported me and he, he was there. He understood. And he was my boyfriend. You understood the struggles and and the sacrifices you had to make. Yes. Yes. And I appreciate him for that. Well, we were still teenagers, you know, so, um, relationships. So being, you know, having growing up and then having, you know, my my that relationship dissolved. I, I grew out of that. And you know, then you only the Chris Johnson uh, became one of my coaches and we developed a relationship and we got married. Yeah. Okay. And so we we got married and we we had a, a, a son together. We have a son together. And now becoming married, then you know, um I was actually going to turn pro when I realized that I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. Wow. On wow. the scale. On the scale. Oh. Yeah. They come back with the stick. Oh, there's two lines on the stick. No, that's a bad test. We'll do it again. <laughs> come back. Get another test. Get another test. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's what happened. And that's, you know, when I realized. And um, the, the thing about uh, finding out then, you know, people are looking at me at the time. And I was at the height of my, my career. Right. Everybody thought this girl, she's going to make it like this is going to be this. I was the Clarissa Shields at the time. Right. I had all the USA boxing had. I was athlete of the year, Olympic committee, um, 
boxing at female athlete of the year. I was, I was the jam and I find out that I'm pregnant. So people were asked to saying, are, are you going to have it? Right. You know, that was the question. And I decided to be a mom and, you know, one of the, it was a big, it was a sacrifice. I sacrificed that career right. for my son and one of the best decisions I ever made. Um, he, he is a gift to me, even till now he goes, you know, he, even I was shy to do this podcast thing. Oh. And he goes, he said, no, he said, what mom? He said, mom, they need to know about you, exactly. you know? So, you know, going into that and, um, you know, parenting, being a mom who box, um, having a baby in, in the gym, deciding to go back. I went up to 300 pounds in my pregnancy. Ooh. Yeah. And then coming down from that, you know, so, um, doing that body image yeah. now, it, you, you got to be sexy now. Um, Mia St. John made it now. You got to be sexy if you're going to fight. Right. So now body image and all of these things, the pressures of that are coming. Right. And, um, so you as, know, as, you, as a woman, as a woman fighter, there's there's tons of added pressures that that people don't know about, man. Like with you know the relationships, the body image, you know, uh, respecting and 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 getting you know masculinity and respecting the femininity, and there's so much things that you guys have to go through. There's and, a different dynamic for us. We oh, we right. you know we yeah. we come in and and we want to do what we want to do, but there 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 are these hurdles. You know, you can't. You still have to be a lady. Exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, or or you know, if you're not a lady, you gotta be you gotta be that thing that you are. Yeah. You know, you, you, gotta, you, gotta um, be, you gotta be that bad girl. <laughs> you gotta be that bad girl, right? And um, and you grow into who you are. You grow into the villain. You grow into the good girl. You grow into you know that that character that you're gonna be. Right. So I, I became Miss Too Bad. <laughs> you know yes and then you know after a while i'm with with the philanthropy i've done i love giving back to the to the community i love teaching people what i do i love empowering the vulnerable population i love that's fighting for that's where the, for, you know, the vulnerable <laughs> that's, population that's the sugar right that's the sugar that's when sugar came in that's, that's when they said you know what you're so sweet they, you're not you're not bad you're not too bad you're you're sweet like sugar they start calling me sugar um my coach used to call me sugar sometimes too because my style was like sugar ray robinson he right. wanted he 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 molded me to have that fighting style like sugar oh, yeah. ray definitely robinson definitely. not all Leonard. Fans, all the fans if they haven't seen you fight they need to go and watch your clips man because honestly oh goodness yeah i have some good days at the office and i've had some bad days at the office but y'all will see it yes Natalie, <laughs> right Natalie, honestly it's been a great show so far what what, uh, what can we expect for the next episode what, uh, what oh what yes so now um you know just drop it yeah, going into the next episode now. Thank you. Thank you all for coming and, um, you know, tuning in. Thank you, uh, Parker Woodley, for, for you know, uh, dropping that name. <laughs> and, yes, I, I know. I, I know. Um, the next show, we're going to visit that pound-for-pound pound list. We're going to see 
who's the baddest out here? We want to talk about them. We're going to see what their strengths are, what they may need to work on. We want to talk about if they're indeed worthy of that pound for pound spot that they have on the list and, and, and get down to the real nitty gritty of the female boxing terrain and, and, and how, how the, um, level of competition now with the second Olympics that has happened right. is changing and how everybody is stepping up. So yes, um, that is the, no. that's the next topic. Come on, tune in, talk to me. And you know what? Come in with some names. I want to hear, I want everybody to to drop some names uh, and, and let me know which, who you guys see out here and, and who you guys want to talk about. I, I know them. You know, and, and and there's not many out there that I don't know. So let, let's talk it. Let's talk the truthfulness about it. Uh, like, subscribe. You know it. Share. You know it. Okay, come back on on Wednesdays at seven thirty p.m. and chat with me and Mike or me and and the other somebody else on the team because we <laughs> yeah, all anybody. talking about this. Get some guests, whatever. Talking yeah. fight fans, you heard it here. You want to hear the the nitty gritty. You want to hear the dirt. You want to hear the inside of the women's boxing and what's going on in the pound for pound list. You're gonna join us next week seven thirty on the Sugar Show with Miss Too Bad Brown. Guys, you're not going to want to miss this. Do me a favor. Jab that like. Hook subscribe. Knock out those comments. Hit up TalkingFight.com. Hit that subscribe and set that reminder so you get those notifications so you don't miss this amazing show with Miss Too Bad Brown, Miss Sugar. Natalie, thank you again. That sweet talk. Yo, you know it. About the sweet science of women's boxing. You heard it there. That's it. To all the fans out there, thanks for tuning in. You know what Good night. Bye-bye.